Hello, Savilla Morgan here. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's show. Before we get started, I would like to thank my sponsors and my supporters. A great big thank you to Morgan Air Conditioning, Sales, Service, and Installation, proudly serving Tampa, Florida, and the surrounding areas. For assistance with your air conditioning needs, call Morgan Air at 813-500-7765. That's 813-500-7765. Thank you so much, Morgan Air, for seeing the vision and being a part of it. It is appreciated. Next, I would like to thank Alba Digital Media, Audio Production, Web Hosting, and Web Design. Alba Digital Media created my website and they produce my podcast. Visit Alba Digital Media at www.albadigitalmedia.com for assistance with media and production needs. That's www.albadigitalmedia.com. Thank you so much for Alba Digital Media for making me look good and sound good. I'd also like to thank the owner of Edinburgh Dusters for assisting me with quality graphic assistance for my website and other social media content. It is greatly appreciated. Finally, I would like to thank the musical duo Devoted for creating my theme music. Contact Devoted at devotedministries at gmail.com for your music needs. That's devotedministries at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Devoted, for the beautiful music. I absolutely love it, and I'm sure the listeners do as well. Thank you for all your great work. If you would like information on becoming a one-time or ongoing sponsor, feel free to contact me at Sevilla at SevillaMorgan.com. That's Sevilla at SevillaMorgan.com. And for more information on my sponsors and supporters, go to my website, www.childlessnotbychoice.net. That's www.childlessnotbychoice.net. Scroll down to the very bottom and you will see the links to my sponsors and supporters. Thanks again for listening and now on to the show. Well, hello everyone, Sevilla Morgan here. Welcome back to 21st Century Hannah, where my mission is to recognize and speak to the broken hearts of childless, not-by-choice women and men around the world. I am spreading the great news that we can live a joyful, relevant, and fulfilled life, regardless of the fact that we could not have children. Thank you so much for allowing me to sit with you once again. Well, this is going to be a uh, short episode. I just wanted to uh, go over a couple of things, tell you a little bit about what I have planned for 2017. And speaking of that, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2017. Welcome to 2017. (laughs) I hope everybody is doing well, and I hope that this is your best year yet. And um, I've already told everybody on my... uh, social media platforms that I will be saying Happy New Year for the entire month of January. So be warned, (laughs) if we're also friends on Facebook or Twitter or any place else, Instagram, I will be saying Happy New Year quite a bit. 
I'm just, I'm one of those people. <laughs> so yes, once again, wishing you all the very best in 2017. I want to thank you for continuing to listen and um, you will not be disappointed because I believe that 2017 is the year that we go to the next level, that I go to the next level. And I hope that uh, that goes for all of us, all of the listeners, as you continue to gain um, assistance, knowledge, um, I don't know, community, everything that I plan and have thought about for uh, since the beginning of, of this uh, platform and this podcast. So Hope you will continue to come along with me for the ride of a lifetime. <laughs> well, I'm stopping by. Please pardon me. I, I've been battling a cold since the Wednesday before Christmas. So it's just going away, but still hanging around too. So um, please bear with me as um, I'm still a little bit in my head. And I can't, I already don't really care for my voice that much. <laughs> and then I'm also in my head. So uh, just a little bit of a head cold and all of that craziness going on. So thanks for your patience on that. Well, let me get straight to the point because it's, it's not going to be a long episode at all. But I wanted to drop by and just tell you guys a few things. So one of the main things that I want to talk about this year is nutrition. I know for sure I, I want to talk about that. And I'm trying to line up some licensed uh, nutritionists. And so um, bear with me as I do that. But I really feel like nutrition is something we need to discuss this year. Not because I'm trying to tell you something. I'm not trying to tell you that you need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. I know that for a fact. But um, and, and a lot of times when we think of nutrition, that's what we think about. We think of, of losing weight, getting to a goal weight, um, you know. But there's something else about nutrition that I want to talk to you about in addition to the weight loss because I believe um, I believe that proper nutrition will eventually bring a proper weight. And um, that's even if we cheat a little bit. <laughs> and I, for one, I love fruit and vegetables. I love all types of... I, I love the vegetables that people love to hate, like beets or Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I love vegetables. I'm a, I'm a veggie person, and but I can still stand to lose a couple of pounds. But having said that, when I was thinking about nutrition, I was thinking about what I dealt with on my last surgery. And I know I've never talked about this before on, on this podcast, on any podcast, really. But um, as many of you know, I had multiple surgeries as I try to buy time. Um, I know that a lot of you have issues such as fibroids or PCOS or infertility or endometriosis or miscarriage. For me, it was fibroids. I was battling the fibroids, buying time or trying to buy time. And uh, as I tried to wait for Mr. Wright to show up. And unfortunately, Mr. Wright never showed up. So I ended up after three myomectomies. Myomectomies are where you uh, are fibroid removals. That's the fancy um, name for fibroid removals, the, the, the medical term. And uh, I had three of those. 
And then my final surgery was a hysterectomy. And I'm thinking, well, I've had three myomectomies. That's major surgery. That's, I mean, they're cutting you open from one end of your stomach to the next. I mean, that's major surgery. So um, this hysterectomy ought to be a breeze, right? (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) What I don't think I've ever told you guys was um, there were some complications after my hysterectomy. The surgery went well, as my doctor said. And then um, after a hysterectomy, you have to stay in the hospital for, I think, two or three days. And so I think I was on day two of recovery or maybe day three. And um, some unfortunate things happened, some unfortunate complications. And uh, I'm not laying blame or fault at this point, four or five years later, it's already happened, but it wasn't my fault. That's the bottom line. There were some complications and they were not my fault. And I had to make the decision as I was trying to get proper health care that this was my body and I'm gonna, I would have to have some input and some say in what was going on. And uh, I'll never forget the, that one particular night after um, they hadn't even, you know, it might have been day two because they hadn't even taken the staples out yet. And so I had asked for assistance with getting cleaned up so I could go to bed that night. And the tech didn't want to help me. And it was evident. So I told her, never mind, I will do it myself. And so what usually would take maybe 10, 15 minutes for, you know, the average woman who has not had major surgery, it took me, I would say, about 45 minutes because I was taking my time. And as soon as I was all set, ready to get into bed, the staples came out. So I hate to be graphic, guys, but I mean, if you're listening here, you've probably had some graphic stuff happen to you already anyway. So needless to say, when the staples came out, so did blood. And so I started bleeding profusely. And the nurse on duty uh, made the statement that it was time for her to go home. And the nurse coming in would have to take care of it. And the nurse coming in was a very young person. I don't know how long she had been on the job. I, I, Based on what proceeded to happen the rest of that evening, I don't think she was on the job very long. And so at, um, at one point where they kept telling me they were calling my doctor, I don't think they were. Um, they were trying different methods to stop the bleeding. And I finally had to put my foot down and tell them what they needed to do because of the level of pain I was in while all this was going on. And needless to say, the next morning when my doctor came in, he was livid. He said they had not called him. I think they had texted him, and he's he, he wondered out loud how he would see a text if he were asleep. So, you know, I, I, never, I never did anything. Um, I never did anything legally. I decided that I I wanted to remain mentally strong and I didn't want to be in the hospital or going to doctor's visits for the rest of my life and dealing with medical issues or I mean um, legal issues for the rest of my life. And the fact is I'm fine. 
and I knew I would be because I, I set my mind that I would be fine. And although they had to send me home with a machine that would clean the wound 24-7 for two weeks, I set my mind that I would be fine and that I was not going to get bogged down in the nonsense that I could see coming if I were to take legal action and uh, not properly take care of the wound, which is where I'm going with this story. So I get home and I had to have home health care nurses visit me every couple of days for two weeks. And I had a different nurse just about every visit. But this one particular nurse told me, look, this is what you need to do to heal faster. And I listened to every word she told me because along with what she told me, she said, people who have these types of wounds and even worse wounds, they never really healed properly and they have complications and they deal with these complications for the rest of their lives. And that was so not going to be me. I am not the, I'm always at the doctor's office in the hospital type of person. No, life is too short. And so I listened to everything she said. And from the time I was in the hospital, you know, the extra days I had to stay because of these complications. As I said, I had already made up my mind that this, no, I have control here. I have control here. I know there are people who may have taken legal action, but no, that was not the road I wanted to take. And I wanted control over my life, my life, my own life. Life is so short. I was not going to let people have my life. I was not going to have lawyers, let lawyers have my life. I wasn't going to let doctors have my life. I was not going to have some tech having control of what, what she did not do or some nurse. No, that's not the path I wanted. And that's why I did not take legal action. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what this nurse told me. She told me the foods I needed to eat to heal faster. And I went out and, my, well, I didn't do it. I couldn't. My sister had come to help and my mom, of course, was helping me. They went grocery shopping. I gave them the grocery list and I told them, these are the things I need. These are the foods I need and don't veer off this list. And I bought everything that this woman, this nurse told me to buy and eat. And that's what I did. And within two weeks, I was off of the machine, the machine that made this certain sound every 24-7 for two weeks. I, I, still, I can still hear the sound in my head four years later. <laughs> Seriously, I can still hear the sound. And why would I want to hear that for the rest of my life? So yes, this is the reason I feel like nutrition is going to be a big part of our episodes for this coming year. And I have other things planned. I want to go back to um, the list I just mentioned, the types of issues that many of us are dealing with, such as uh, fibroids, PCOS, infertility, miscarriage, endometriosis. And I don't know what else is on the list. If you can think of something that I didn't just list off, please tell me, because I want to visit each one of these I'm going to call them a disease state. I want to visit each one of these disease states individually. So the, the two big things, there, I, I do things in threes. I haven't thought of the third thing that I want to deal with this year yet, 
But the two big things I want to deal with are nutrition and these disease states that I just mentioned. I think we really want to visit them um, a little bit more individually than I have been. And really, that's based on a conversation that I had with a psychologist. And that, um, that interview is coming up soon. But when I met her for, um, we usually say meet for coffee, right? We didn't have coffee. We had soup. <laughs> so when I met her for soup at a, a local restaurant, you know, she really, um, she really talked to me and made me understand that uh, one in four pregnancies end in miscarriage. And it really made me think that I had really only been thinking about fibroids really all this time and it's because that was my experience but as I always say this is so not about me it's not it's not only about me I mean why start a podcast just for yourself this is not about me this is about all of us it's about you and I really want you know I want you to really believe that it's about you and what you're dealing with and what you're going through and so I want to take the time to talk about each of these disease states on an individual basis. And so, you know, one in four pregnancies ending in a miscarriage just really shocked me. I knew that one in eight couples dealt with infertility. And I knew that um, I needed to do some more research on PCOS. And I knew that I know people who have endometriosis but I still need to know more about it and not dwell so much on the fibroids. Um, I know that a lot of us have fibroid issues or had fibroid issues. And so we will definitely be talking about fibroids. And I can definitely um, tell you all about it based on my decade-long experience of trying to buy time. So I know all about it, but I, I want to talk to everybody else. I don't want you to feel left out. And if you've ever felt that way, I am so sorry. That was not my intention. My intention all along and still is to speak to and encourage that woman who never had a child and will probably never have a child. And I'm not trying to alienate anybody who has had children had miscarriages in between and had more children or didn't have any more after. I'm not trying to alienate that woman, but I really want to niche down to the woman who will never have a child. And so I always say too that I am praying and continue to pray for you if you are still trying, if you're still able to try. I'm praying and hoping along with you because I am not a hater. <laughs> it, it just didn't happen for me. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to be happy for the woman who gets that gift. I call it a gift at the end of the trial. If you had hysterectomy, if you had a, not a hysterectomy, but if, yeah, well, even if you had a hysterectomy after having children or after long bouts with infertility, you ended up having a child or children. Um, I'm happy for you, but that's not the woman I'm speaking to. I want to, and I am, and I will continue to niche down to the woman like me who will never have a child. And so 
I don't think we, we, I don't know of any other niches like that. I know there are a lot of infertility platforms and um, a lot of platforms dealing with these same issues, but I don't know. I'm not trying to single myself out, but I don't know if there's a niche for the woman who will never have a child or probably will never have a child. And so that's what this platform is all about. So I'd like to thank you for bearing with me as I got this revelation. (laughs) And I cannot wait for you to hear the interview that I had with this psychologist. I actually interviewed her well before Christmas, maybe November. I don't remember, but I will be posting that uh, interview, that episode very soon. So in the meantime, I really just wanted to to um, drop by and wish you a happy new year, ask you to continue on with me as I continue to grow in this platform that you come on and grow with me and go with me. And um, I see all wonderful things happening in 2017. I think things that will help us, help all of us. And uh, so thanks for listening. Thanks for um for joining me. Thanks for coming back over and over for those of you who are repeat listeners. Remember there are the Facebook groups on um, online, the closed and the private groups. And then there's also the group for those who have children, but are, you know, you want to support or you just love the, 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 the subject matter. I know people who have kids who just think what I'm doing is awesome. And I thank you for that. And there's a group for you there. If you have any questions about joining any of those groups, of course, feel free to direct message me on Facebook or Twitter or even Instagram. Um, I get most of my direct messages on Facebook, though. So wherever is comfortable for you, just send me a direct message. Send me an email if that's better for you, Sevilla at SevillaMorgan.com. And of course, I'm going to put every you know all of my contact information in the show notes. But um, Oh, also, I don't know if I, if I mention this very often. I don't know why I don't, but there is a monthly newsletter, and you can subscribe to the newsletter by going to the, the .net site, the www.childlessnotbychoice.net, or going to civillamorgan.com. On the home page of either one of those sites, you can subscribe to the monthly newsletter, you do not have to be childless, not by choice, to subscribe. Again, there are women on there. I know some of them personally who have children, but they are subscribed to the monthly newsletter. The only time you have to be childless, not by choice, is for the private Facebook group and um, one of the closed Facebook groups. Those two groups, I would prefer that the people that join those group, those pages are childless, not by choice. But there's a um, another Facebook group where anyone can join. You can anyone can um, subscribe to the newsletter. So I, I I keep it open and closed, you know, so that I'm not alienating anyone. I that is not what I'm trying to do. So anyway, any questions at all? Email me, direct message me, and in the meantime, thank you again for listening. Until next time, happy new year. Welcome to 2017. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for those who have written in 
And I look forward to those who will be writing in and getting in contact with me in 2017. Happy New Year. Until next time. Bye.